Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. This is his first ball. Through the gap on the offside. Listen to it. What's happening everybody? Welcome to the finale episode of season 3 of the cricketnews.com podcast powered by Betway and of course produced and presented by yours truly Sumed Bilgi. Here's wishing you all strength and rapid recovery from all that you've endured and continue to endure in these very tough times. As we come towards the final episode of the season, I want to take a moment to say thank you. No genuinely for all the love you've given us on this show. I hope we were also able to via this podcast bring you some distraction from the realities of today by talking about the game we love so very much and that we added value to your lives. Let's get cracking with this episode and yes it is a very special one as you would know by now we are joined by Stuart Binney and Mayanti Langabini on this edition of the show. and it's special because this is the very first time in all the years they've been together and since they've become parents as well that they've had a public conversation on any medium and it was wonderful to hear from both of them we spoke about parenthood the challenges of being a celebrity couple incredible careers and their heart's wish for their son to be a chef when he grows up and relieve them of cooking duties and a whole lot more all right it's time for you to sit back fasten your seat belts No need to straighten your seats on this takeoff. This is your captain Sumed Bilgi on the microphone assuring you that this is going to be one hours flying time with Stuart Binney and Mayanti Langabini that you do not want to miss. Subscribe to the podcast and enjoy the ride. Mayanti and champion in the background welcome to the podcast very excited uh, so nice to see both of you together uh, really excited i'm really looking forward to this thanks yeah it's been exciting i mean it's we've not done much uh, work together uh, because of our professions obviously me and the drama and she yeah. on television so we haven't really spent much time with camera or on interviews together so it's exciting for us as well we don't know how <laughs> Either of us can answer the questions. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a conversation. We're we're just uh, it's it, like like you said, right? Like you said, individually, we've both known you in your spaces. Uh, but uh, like we were speaking about before we began recording as well, the game is much more than just bat and ball and stadium and lights and broadcast and all of that. Right? There are humans that are involved in the game that have everyday lives as well. So. once in a while to look beyond uh, the technical side is something we can do and i think i'm very excited really looking forward to it and first of all congratulations on being parents last year or so uh, has been quite the ride i'm sure and he's turning one real soon isn't he uh, there he is in the background what's that been like yeah it's been exciting it's completely different i guess than than the life that we were used to you know because yeah. we were on the road most of the time but yeah. when he came along obviously came along at a time where we were in the pandemic as well last mm-hmm. year so mm-hmm. uh that was a bit rough because you know we couldn't really meet people meet our friends yeah. uh no one really saw manti through her pregnancy when she was carrying him like even her parents you know were, were, weren't able to come so it was it was a bit strange but i think uh, you know hands off to her the way she she went about uh, those times i mean i was still playing a bit of cricket at that time i was still uh, traveling you know playing a little bit of cricket here and there 
yeah and even even um, even through that mm-hmm. i think she she was uh, strong uh, as you see uh, low can't keep her mind yeah it, it was it was a bit strange to be honest because you know you really don't have a lot of people around you when you actually need it mm. uh, cuz our lives were so different i mean we didn't really need too many people because we were always traveling plane but when he was you know uh, he was in her tummy i think that's the time when she needed you know people around her i guess mm. and mentally to you know kind of boost her through that but having said that i mean look at look at where we've gone i mean it's yeah. he's he's almost 10 months now and and things have been good and you know you know it's yeah. like yeah. when it's been a pandemic it's been so tough on everyone you know you're not working mm. and you're at home and you're so some people have lost their jobs and things have been incredibly difficult for a lot of people i think uh, the pregnancy in a sense happened at the right time because i was able to post till i was 5 months pregnant and would have continued to do so you know ipl had it gone on in in march yeah. uh, so i was very fortunate that my network and you know stuart supported me to be able to do that and uh, i had a reason to stay at home and be indoors and stay safe you know so on on one hand staying indoors we had him to look forward to mm. and you know i've we haven't missed out on any moments because we've done this just by ourselves so you know we've uh, haven't missed out on those moments of parenthoods and milestones and things like that so this yes it's been kind of tough and isolating but also great at the same time because we've had something to look forward to in yeah. what has been really tough for other people yeah you know my sister in law is is carrying right now and she's in singapore she's she's due in a couple of months and and it's the exact same thing that's happened to her as well um same like you you know both of them were absolute career people really accomplished and and suddenly you know this happened and and she tells me that despite all of it and and that her parents couldn't fly from india to singapore be with her during the pregnancy the experience in itself mainti was so divine for her you know that did make a difference but at the same time she's she's so into it and she's she feels so blessed to to carry their child that it's an experience that she's never experienced before you know what i'm saying <clears throat> how how's it been like for you you know to go through motherhood and and now to have a champion in your arms now what does it feel like you know i think it's very natural because as stuart mentioned previously we our careers have short shelf lives so we always mm-hmm. knew that starting a family is something that will probably happen later as compared to other people because we only have that sort of time you know in a way to be in our peak mm-hmm. um so it did happen very naturally for us and i think uh, stu has always been a dad before i became a mom you know before we had him he's always had that instinct yeah. in him yeah. uh, he's very nurturing um so i don't think we struggled with the role of being parents exactly because it just yeah. second he was born that's it you know your your parents and it comes very naturally and he we're very fortunate has been a relatively easy child he's made things a lot simpler for us that we haven't had too many tough times and i'll be very honest i think uh, had the pandemic not happened uh, we would have looked to you know travel with him and mm. you know go to the next season and you know mm. be there and watch him play cricket or be there with yeah. me while i'm posting and i would have returned to work uh, for sure um so i think the only thing that's kind of stopped us from doing that is the pandemic and his safety is a priority but uh, mm. we always had intentions to get back out there as soon as possible mm. uh, as long as he's comfortable and, you know because yeah. we want him to see his daddy yeah i mean obviously it'd be nice yeah. to take your kid to the ground you know yeah 
crawl around, walk around, run around. Yeah. But obviously, those things haven't happened and I don't know whether it will happen because I don't know how long I'm going to be playing. Mm-hmm. And with the pandemic reaching its peaks and, you know, things have gone, it's, it's, I don't know whether he'll ever be able to even watch me play that round. But I guess that's life. I mean, you've got to take that in your stride and, and, and carry on. I mean, as long as, as long as he's happy and he's safe, as she said, is our number one priority. So I guess that's what we're looking at at the moment. Does he show signs of liking cricket? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, he's, 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 he's just about getting the hang of throwing stuff slowly. So, Have you exposed um, him to you playing on, on the web or Mayanti, you on screen? Have you shown him, hey, this is Mama, this is Papa? Have you done that? He's too young, Sumit. He's barely 10 months. So it's <laughs> too young true. to process any of these things. He doesn't even speak yet. Yeah. And uh, actually, we've been the kind of parents who've tried to keep screen time away, unless, apart yeah. unless it's, of course, not FaceTiming with parents and things like that, because yeah. that's, that's the only way he sees family. Yeah. Um, no, he's, look, he loves the outdoors. He's a lot like Stuart. He loves the outdoors. He sits mm. for hours in front of his window and talks to people on the road and he's made friends with all the dogs and go for and he talks to <laughs> and he's got stews built already you know? they look this yeah. ditto when they were this age so i'm pretty sure he'll have the athletic genes but whatever he wants we will encourage him to play sports because sports has been everything for us even if it's just for a hobby and fun we're not going to push him into anything whatever he wants to do uh, i'm not sure if people have already asked you this third generation cricketer or second generation broadcaster have they asked you this more so third generation test cricketer. Everyone wants really? to be a third, not even cricketer, test cricketer. Uh-huh. Like they've already put pressure. <laughs> Look, so I, mean, I, mean, like I mean, I have, I have got it. I have got it before. I mean, like for yeah. my teammates, stuff like that. You know, oh, there's another. You know, been in the making. But as I said, I mean, even with with me, with my dad, I mean, it was just a hobby. It was something just to go exactly. out and play yeah. sport. You know, yeah. cricket wasn't everything. Yeah. I mean, we did. And we you did played play hockey going up. I played hockey growing yeah, up. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But then, you know, in schools that we went to asked us to choose one sport so we could, mm. you know, streamline in that direction. Mm. So I went into cricket, obviously, because I, I found it a lot uh, less on my body at that time because all my fingers <laughs> oh, were getting... Oh, God, hockey strenuous. Hockey is yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got hit on the head and cut. So I said, you know, it's better I run and go rather than run around the ball. <laughs> but then I didn't know that... In the years to come, that you still get hit on the head playing cricket as well. So <laughs> it was it was a bit too late then. I I have no idea. I mean, this happens a lot, right? People really assume that because their parents are in that space, that their child will also be do be doing the same thing. You know, which is why I asked if he's got any interest in cricket, not if he's going to be a broadcaster or a cricketer. That's just crazy. at the moment he's got no interest. He's got only interest in crawling around the whole house. So he's an active baby. Very. Yeah, she told me that when we spoke last time. He's very active. Yeah, in fact, I was mentioning to Sumit that uh, I've only just started working out again. Because, yeah. You know, we went alone with him. And yeah, yeah. And, um, now he's old enough to sit on the, you know, in the pram on the terrace. And he, he he's not very impressed with me working out at all. But when I run around the terrace, he gets very excited. <laughs> so, you know, my child is encouraging me towards fitness, which is great. So that's the only thing that makes him laugh is if I run. So, mommy yeah. used to run for like 45 minutes and he'll laugh. You laugh at mommy when she runs. Fully. You laugh at mommy. <laughs> you haven't really had the need to grow into this. It comes so real to you, uh, isn't it? I mean, I was also a bit surprised. I mean, I have got two sisters who have kids, but they live Correct. in Sydney. So, I really never yeah. spent too much time with their kids while they were going up only during Christmas when they used to come over. Yeah. But I think that instinct comes 
you know, as soon as he was born, I don't know, it's just something inside you triggers, I guess. Mm. Um, about, you know, just where he is, the awareness of what he's doing, where he could tumble and fall, or it just came very naturally to me. I mean, mm. I will, I'm someone, I, I just won't walk to the room, you know, like, without even thinking of stuff like that. And I don't know, as she said, I, it was nothing that I, you know, did like research on, or, you know, or went mm. and said, oh, should I be like this, or should I be like that? It just came naturally to me. And it's worked so far, so <laughs> I can't complain again. And as you mentioned previously, we uh, we couldn't have as many people around us as you know you can when you have uh, yeah. when you're new parents. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. were just forced into those roles uh, in a good way. To so mm. you had to get over whatever fear or apprehension you had about being a new parent, which it can be really scary, and just go with the flow. Be like, okay, he's crying in the middle of the night. Okay. You know, can't just hand him over to somebody. We've got a. Uh, I know, think that's what yeah. helped us also, you know, because we didn't have that help. So you have to go through it yourself. Mm. Like in the middle of the night when he was crying, whether it was, you know, his, his stomach must have been hurting, being gas. Yeah. We didn't know because we didn't have help. Mm. We didn't have people who say, this is, you know, right, this is wrong. We just, we just tried whatever we could and it just everything fell in place. You get, I guess you get mm. to, you, you learn by yourself, you learn by making those small mistakes and, you know, mm. or maybe doing the right things, not even mistakes. So yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> We've been talking about the macro, but Stuart, you've got any micro tips for me in for me in the future? <laughs> it's no, not happening don't... soon. I'm getting married soon. <laughs> you say that again? Uh, just got to be, just be yourself. I mean, yeah. you, you'll find out a lot of things when your when your child does come about you as well. I mean, because yeah. I had never thought in those directions, those lines, right? Just only thinking about practice, sleep, workout. Yeah, you know, no sleep. Repeat <laughs> stuff like that, and then obviously when she was carrying, it's a bit different because your, yeah. your mind goes there as well. How is she? I wonder how he is or she <laughs> is at that time. We didn't know, so I guess you just play it by ear and just try and try and be there, be confident through it. I guess. Mm. So change the diapers is, but is a good start. <laughs> My start hasn't yet. I'm not <laughs> no. very good at that as yet. I still struggle. Yeah. Thank God for the mask. Oh. That has 100 masks around in my house because of the pandemic. So I used to be sometimes. But it's, <laughs> it's something that I, I'm still figuring out with, with the nappy chain. But the rest is okay. I mean, I can I can build in through the day yeah. like without <laughs> things being around. So I'm okay with that. You know, I think it was Ryan Gosling who said, uh, I mean, if you're married to a woman and you're a man, then the least you can do is change the diapers because she's carried a living being in her stomach for nine months. So in the beginning, the key was to try... No, the Stuart, I'm not, I'm the not here to give you tips. To get I'm the one taking tips here. So <laughs> not, not at all. You just, you just have to try in the beginning and then slowly taper off, I guess. Mm, it's very true. But quite the journey, you guys. I mean, in, incredible. When, you, when, you, when I think about it, right? My mind goes back to 2008, ICL. Um, that interview, I know you're the board talking about this, but I still have to ask you what's Mayanti, tell me the re the real story behind that interview. Yeah. In yeah, the one that's suddenly doing the so Stu was very close. So ICL was a first for me in terms of cricket. I just never followed cricket before that. So I was really not aware of who people were. And I remember when someone once pointed out, you know, that's Roger Benison. And it like it didn't, it had nothing for me. Yeah, it really meant yeah, nothing. Naturally. I'll be very honest. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, my knowledge. I knew yeah. nothing. I had to literally learn it overnight. Yeah. Uh, so Stu was very close to 
you know, the production team and the, mm. they were all, we were all the same age, you know, there was a very young group of people that were working behind the scenes in ICL and setting it up. And uh, he was in a relationship and uh, uh, good luck. He was in a relationship and um, they just told me that, look, this was, I think the third season that, you know, it's great. Stu, Stu had done very well in the second season. He, was, he and uh, Ambati Raidu were one of the yeah, star players. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, you know, so Stuart is going to be the first interview of the season. And, mm. um, you know, uh, in the end, he's just got engaged. So make sure you mention that. Mm. Like, great. So this is your producer feeding you information. I, at that time, was not as, uh, like, friendly with Stuart. We hadn't really had too much of a conversation apart from on the field. Wow, my so thing. You look like you knew him for 20 years. I yeah. think someone set me up, dude. <laughs> Wait, you look like you knew him for 20 years on that interview. I'm not kidding. You're good. No, my I God. I've never spoken before that. That was like our first real conversation. And I was really respectful of the fact oh. that he was in a relationship, right? I was just mm. doing, you know, asking a cheeky question because I was mm. clearly very set up in that situation. <laughs> Um, but the funny thing is that mm. that is what got us talking because I'm like, oh, listen, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And a couple of months later or a significant amount, we, we stayed in touch. And I think about a year or so later after that is, you know, when we had yeah. the conversation about mm. us. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And there's one thing that you say a lot, Manti, is that when that happened and when you began, you all were both nowhere. It was Nothing's going for the both of you, right? Mm-hmm. Talk me through mm-hmm. what that phase was like because, and then once you all met, after things that, began working. Yeah. Mm. yeah, after that, I think when, so our relationship or the start of our relationship, I think coincided with the fact that uh, ICL was no more and yeah. he, yeah, had not offered amenity. So Stuart was in a situation where he is a, cricketer who cannot play cricket. I mean, he couldn't even go to, let's say, the Chinnaswamy and practice. You know, he had nothing. And I, my network was on the verge of shutting down. So mm-hmm. I left just before they closed shop. So I had just put my foot out there to start freelancing. And that was what I meant, was that when we met, it was a great period for us to get to know each other. But we never knew that our lives would take the turn or that cricket would bring us so much after. We had no idea that you know, one day he would play for the country or that I would be able to host World Cup matches and, you know, things like that. Um, so that's what I meant. It's not that we were nothing. We were, of course, something. So you but said it that way. That's, what, that's all I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we weren't, we weren't um, professionally. I guess in we hindsight, when you look at it, yeah. that's how you feel, right? That you feel like you were, quote unquote, nothing. But you obviously were... I think someone did quote that. <laughs> Correct, exactly. No. Yeah, we were working. It has a problem, we usually. Working, we were working to, to a goal, I guess. And um, what happened, I think, us mm. being together and supporting each other, the goals were a lot easier to achieve. Yeah. You know, because you had that support, you had that, you know, talk where you could really talk to someone mm. rather than, you know, not don't know who to talk to when you're going through stuff. Mm. So I think that's where, that's where, I think, where it freed up a lot of things for us. But it came to, you know, which way and direction that we had to go. And obviously, we both worked hard at it at that time. So, sorry, mommy's boy. So, <laughs> Clearly. I guess that's what happened with us. We just, yeah, you know, were there for each other, listened to each other's journeys. And then mm. worked hard and, and things worked out for us. But I think so Sue so is, yeah. is kind of simplifying it. Because I think mm, in my yeah. case, maybe I do have opportunities to you know, pick up gigs as a freelancer, which I exactly. did. It wasn't the high profile gigs just yet, but I was getting jobs. He didn't have anything for over a year until BCCI followed and said, okay, if you, you know, you leave your contract money and you, sh- 
you 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 know you just forego everything and we're talking about significant sums like life changing yeah, yeah, sums yeah, 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 yeah. uh to not be welcomed back into the system he had to start with club cricket again it's not yeah. like he walked back into the ranji trophy team yeah exactly he had to club cricket yeah. and work his way and earn that trust and you know do the hard rounds again and that is why if you think of uh the fact that ambati and stu have actually gone on to play for the country after losing and having exactly. to give up everything yeah. it's a huge deal for yeah, both they worked incredibly hard mm-hmm. uh, to get to get there and all that work behind the scenes it wasn't as simple to say you're welcome back to the system because mm. you want to be welcome yeah i mean obviously you know, we weren't allowed to go to practice because we were yeah. banned we could yeah. train we couldn't go to gyms i mean we had to do everything to be honest i didn't play much cricket that year at all i just um, probably sat at home met my friends you know did normal stuff that the cricketer does in that was an important age for you in terms of a cricketer's yeah, growth was, that's an was. important time yeah yeah actually that was a stage where where i was learning picking up stuff exactly. from, so i just the icl yeah. right so you learned yeah. a lot from those guys mm. which you wanted to come back and implicate or use right and you didn't have the opportunity to play cricket to use it so <clears throat> obviously went back to club cricket with with the karnataka i mean i had to go back to that i had already played first class cricket but they in order to prove a point meant we go back to do well again and uh, you know obviously i had to prove a point to them as well that you know i was still good enough and to get runs and wickets and to come back into that first class setup and uh, i i did work hard through that obviously and did well through that and in a couple of years i was captain karnataka Yeah. from not being you know in that 30 for that year and i'm sure so, that's very special that was very special wasn't it obviously yeah. captain karnataka yeah. is, is born and raised and yeah yeah you always wanted to walk out you know mm. in a ranji trophy game with leading your side mm. and i did it for a couple of seasons and uh, then after that someone else took over captain so it freed me up a little bit to think in my game yeah. and then the ipl i had a couple of good seasons two seasons in the ipl and it really took off and then and i knew yeah, it is that then i would, you know i belonged there basically i belonged yeah. and i could perform in, in the, at at the big circuit so once once that happened obviously when the india call came i mean you are somewhat ready but not sure i guess yeah so you yeah. got to fight a lot of demons through that process and yeah. then slowly yeah. when you slowly go out and play and do well and you know contribute to team winning ways yeah. i mean obviously get that confidence yeah to say you know i belong to the types so yeah, yeah. it's been it's been quite a up and down journey i guess yeah do you reckon the one innings that encapsulates what you just said right now is the the second innings performance on your test debut in england where you went out there not sure what's happening hung around and then 78 on debut you would take that right i mean That's I would have taken even seven minutes on debut, to be honest. <laughs> that stage to survive there for yeah, seven exactly. minutes was huge at that point. Yeah, because uh, obviously we were struggling at that time, and we needed yeah. to back six hours to save that, save that test match. Yeah. So and so we lost wickets like in a heap in the beginning. So I was all over the place. I didn't pad. So I have a routine, right? To pad up. which i didn't do i just put on this glove that glove because i had to hurry down at trent bridge you got to come down steps go through the crowd and then out yeah so yeah what so much going on at that time so not even yeah. figured about even take my guard i normally take a leg stump guard i middle. took a middle stump guard and yeah 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 and, and you wondered why the, yeah i was all over then i played two balls and then i said you know what i'm a leg stump guard batsman what am yeah. i doing on middle stump and then went back to leg stump you know i'm just going to get leg stump now so that first 
five, seven minutes is all fuzz, basically. Just don't know what's going on. But then, obviously, what what happens is years of Ranji Trophy. I had already mm. played eight seasons. You know, I've been in that situation before. And Trent Bridge, the ball was reverse swinging at that time. Mm. Uh, so, I just Trent went back to a place that, you know, I did it in domestic day out. And, you know, what did I do then? I, I kind of went back to that game, to that mm. mindset mm. of, you know, I'll hang around. You know, let me not take a chance because it'll end everything. So, I hung around for that first hour, hour and a half. Back to experience. Yeah. yeah. Just played like no shots, no scoring. I said, you I know, runs decent. Yeah. I just hung around and stuff. And then, when I saw the time getting close, we needed like 40 minutes to go. I said, listen, I need to get some runs. Yeah. <laughs> and I opened up slowly, you know. And yeah. Played a few shots. I played my game. I think it just yeah. freed me at that time because I knew I had done a job and now my other job was to score runs. Because if you don't score runs, you don't survive, basically. No one looks at time over there. That's so, true. I knew at, I knew on my test level that if I had... I wanted a 50 on level, basically. So, I went for that 50. As soon as I hit 35, I knew I had two sixes and a two fours and I ended up through here. So, I played in that mindset and that mode, basically, you know, to get to 50. Then, before I knew, I was batting 78. And I, just at that time, uh, my guy sent out an instruction saying, go for 100. You know, I had not even thought of that 100. The minute I thought of that 100, I got out the next ball. <laughs> so, it is funny yeah. how things work. You'll be like, okay, now let me go back a gear, you know. The whole Between focus on the, the process. Overdrive back that time, yeah, you know, yeah. just playing shots and getting boundaries. And Moina was sliding. I said, you know, I'll take him on and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as the message came, I said, okay, I'll play different than I played and I missed. So, on the way back, I'm like, I'm never going to change my game again in my Natural life. instinct, yeah. Mayanti, would you pick uh, the 78 uh, in England or 6 for 4? What would you pick? I People have asked him, I wouldn't know from you. Yeah, I know. I would pick the entire, I think the entire, uh, I would pick the 78 in England. I mean, it's your test debut. It's, it's yeah. for most cricketers, and I know Stuart is like that, even though he's, you know, he's a little old school in his, in his thought, but also kind mm. of new generation because he's had a chance to kind of play with both generations. Uh, when when I mean, I say that, that he's played with Rahul Dravid and then exactly. he's played with KL Rahul, you know, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I know that playing test cricket for Stuart has been the pride. And it's been the pride for our family as well because mm. you, we are, we both love Test cricket individually as well. We, we we love that format. It doesn't matter who's playing; we watch it. So I know a debut in England against Broad and Anderson at the peak of their prowess. I mean, it's it's a it's a story, yeah. you know. Yeah, That's the, yes, of course, the six of four is huge. No one's ever going to play that. And uh, that's just there, you know, that's the record. That's what you have. That ball is lying at home. But <laughs> the memory and the pressure and where he was mentally for that test debut, I mean, that's, you know, those are things that people don't know. So mm. those are the things I think that we Yeah, I mean, see, a lot of people go, on, go, to, go for test series, right? But they sit for three, four test matches, get a feel of what's going on, what's mm. test cricket. Mm-hmm. Session wise, what a bowler trying to do. I was just like, I flew in, I played one or two county games on the side. I got a 90 in the previous game, and then mm-hmm. they said, Listen, you're playing. So it's, all your planning happens right there. Mm-hmm. Like in your hotel room, you plan and you bat and plan. That's How it. did you react to it when you got the news? Of me playing in the 11. Yeah. 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 So a couple of days before that, obviously, it's in your next sessions, you know you're playing because the batting order bats, right? Of course. Yeah. And at that time, we had uh, Rahul Ravid was with us at the batting consultant. Mm. So obviously, I spent a lot of time in the nets with him, you know. And in your childhood me, as well? 
Yeah, so he basically knew my game yeah. inside yeah. out. Yeah, he yeah. had seen me through the yeah. IPL. He, yeah. he was my captain. He'd seen me yeah. club create, you know, everywhere. Mm. So basically, he was just trying to give me confidence. He said, this, the test cricket is not any different. You just got to be a little bit more disciplined, basically. Mm. You got to give yourself more time. See, in, in Ranji Trophy cricket, you get bad ball every over, or maybe two. When test cricket, you get it in seven overs. So you've got to wait for that ball. Wait, keep waiting for that. You know, yeah. don't, don't go searching. And in the first inning, I searched and got out a point. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. search to push the covers, basically. And they opened covers for me at that time. So that's the mistake I made straight away. So then you go back to your room and, and they did it again. And they just pulled outside, outside. And I just didn't touch anything, you know. So you learn from every small mistake. And he was there mentally, basically, for me. You know, don't worry about it. Don't think about it as test cricket. Don't leave the bowler alone. You know, just watch the ball and play. What you yeah. know. So that, yeah. that's the process I had the previous night and the two days. Yeah, and he's been there for you since your childhood as well, right? Mainti told me this story about uh, Mr. Roger Bini picking up Rahul Dravid when Rahul was young. Mr. Rahul Dravid. Who am I calling Rahul? Mr. Rahul Dravid. <laughs> and Mr. Rahul Dravid picking you up and dropping you when you were sort of coming up the ranks. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we belong to the same club, which is BUCC. And yeah, I'm so aware. obviously, even when we were playing the IPL, we had to come back because the club was struggling. And we did, if we had not played that game to, to win that game, we would have probably gone to second division or something like that. So Rahul Dhawan and me, basically from the IPL in two days, were playing again, batting together just, you know, for our clubs. So yeah. it's, it's wow. I mean, I'm, yeah, That's a two story. days later. After, I remember after that lost, article coming out. So, oh, wow, this is what it was. Insane. Yeah, so we are coming back to club three, and he was played and so much of cricket for. Yeah, all my dad's yeah. in the same club, and they will call us <laughs> up. And, but for him, I mean, the amount, even though it was club three, he took it so seriously. You know, mm-hmm. where the club three, we go and play a few shots. But it was like, yeah, <laughs> wanted to get hundred there as well, shining the ball. You know, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, amazing to see. Yeah, the love, no respect he's got for that game. Yeah. Alright, it's time for a break on the cricketnews.com podcast with Sumit Bilgi. You do not want to go away. Hang around. Here's an exciting message from our partner. As a sports fan, how many times do you ask yourself, what's the live score? Well, we have the ultimate answer to this question, livescore.com. You will find all of your favorite sports here, including every cricket live score. Download the live score app for free from the Google Play Store to not only get access to all the live scores you could possibly need, but also match insights, real-time updates, ball-by-ball commentary, and much more. When I look at you, I realize that, of course, you're married, you're together, etc. But you'll share the same professional space as well. I mean, it might not be the same office, but it's like you'll have your offices in the same building, if you'd like. You know, it's almost like that. Um, how's it been like to share professional spaces, Mahanti? I mean, you're, you're in the studio, you're prepping for the game, he's prepping for the game, he's playing, you're on air. Um, have you had to watch, watch your step when that's been happening? How's that been like? I think we decided really early on that Stuart would uh, keep information to himself. Like there's always this perception that uh, I have the insight into, you know, team management, which I must be very honest that other players would tell me, right? Because you're part Mm. of the families and they trusted me that I'm obviously not going to say anything, which I wasn't going to. Uh, But 
I think Stu kept that line very professional. So uh, very often I really didn't know if he was going to play or not play, you know. So yeah. that was just something that we decided is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of outside pressure on me to try and get the inside, which tends to happen. But I think that's the line I'm missing. Um, what was difficult for both of us was um, when we were at the, and it's now funny in retrospect, I just think when you're playing for India, there's a tremendous amount of pressure and people are watching every step and move of yours and Stuart got it more because of you know, his name and being married to me and uh, he's not someone who speaks for himself because he does, he says, you know, let your actions on the field do the talking. Mm-hmm. And it would be really funny, like I would be entering the ground and then the players are warming up and every single person would turn around and say hello to me except for my husband. He'd just be directly avoiding eye contact, you know. You're just like, because we're so worried about people saying, oh, see them talking to each other, you know. Those Such sort of yeah, because if you do get out second ball in that game, they're going to say I spoke to her, I was not concentrating, yeah, exactly. right? So why did we take that chance? So, so it's just good rumor stuff, you know. And they would all be coming back, hey, Mahanti, what's up, Mahanti? And this fellow just like looking the other way, and, you know. So, um, wow. but it, I, I think what got tough was that I still, I hosted that game where he got six to four. And... If it was any other player, I think I would have played it up a whole lot more than I actually mm, did. Exactly. And yeah. that was still not right. I think I should have played it up because it did deserve it. It was an Indian record at the time. And of course, the content team was like, you know, kept pushing it. But my emotions were very, very in check. And that's a good thing. But had it been any other player, I would have been a little more, I think, excited. I was just so nervous about people's opinion on bias. And I think when he's had a tough match also, he's gotten out, he's gotten out, I've spoken over the replays and, you know, there were, I remember once you got run out in uh, IPL. Manti, don't bring up the run out, it hurts. No, no, the late. It hurts, doesn't it, Stuart? It really hurts. I've played like club cricket, but it hurts, yeah, run outs hurt. No? No, but what I meant I think once he got run out, and, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and yeah, Dean Jones was always someone who was very particular about you know running between the wickets because that yeah. was his thing. And he was like, play it again. <laughs> Don't tell your man. This is not how you run. So the people that I was with in the studio loved to play on that. And of course, when he did well, they would also tease me on that. So mm. I, I, when he was playing for India in the, initially, I think it was really tough. We really didn't know what to say and how to behave. And, you know, mm. we were so worried about what people were saying. But I think we just took cues from people around us to know when to relax a little bit. Because now in retrospect, we've shared something that a handful of people in this world get to share. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's actually quite incredible. We have mm. been there together for World Cups, to have been there together for India matches to have had a chance to host the match, you know, his first test match at home, which happened to be at the Chinnaswami, which is his mm. home stadium. And mm. me hosting that game, when you think oh, back on these special. moments, you know, were really special. Really yeah. special. Stuart, has it been the same case for you as well, where you've sort of, you know, obviously the TV's on at times in the dressing room or, you know, she's on air. Have you sort of just had one eye, one ear on what's going on on the TV or, you know, you've just never... Not really. I mean, obviously, obviously in the back <laughs> of my head, I don't. I, I really? was not someone who watched a lot of shows, or especially after that was what was said. Whether I did well or even when I did badly, I was not someone who went to. You know, I'm not someone who went and checked articles or was worried about. You know, mm. 
XYZ taking me down or, or playing me up at that time. It was basically me focusing on what I had and, and working in that space. Because that's what I did from the start, right? I mean, from the time I was 10 years old and started playing cricket, I had already had that with my dad, mm-hmm. where I couldn't really pay, I didn't pay too much attention to those people. And the same way when, when it came to her on television, I knew she had a job to do and I had a job to do as well. So my job was to score runs, right? And get wickets and perform. And some days it was never, it would never happen. And uh, obviously she's got to talk about it. I know she's going to talk about it, but it didn't affect me in any way. I mean, it was, I knew, I knew her heart was with me, but her profession has to kind of say stuff. So it uh, just went with the flow. I mean, you wake up the next day and try and do well again. Just to add on to what he's saying, that yeah. I have to say that for whatever reason, um, there's a lot of negativity that we faced on social media for our individual performances. Uh, and I don't know where it comes from. I don't understand the place that it comes from because sometimes people have a bad day, right? And um, I think we faced a lot of that. Um, and I, there are certain couples who do face a lot of that for some reason. So I always felt that no one outside, and it's not really their job, too, but no one outside really said, listen, how cool that, you know, there is a presenter who's married to a cricketer and they're kind of working together. No, it was always very negative. Mm. And that is something I still don't understand. Because look, everyone gets flack on social media. It's part of our profession and we understand. But I really didn't understand and I still don't understand where a lot of the negativity towards us and him comes from. Because we haven't really been out there that much. I think maybe because we didn't, you know, do the whole drama of us being a couple like this and doing it, I mean, mm, very private. Some, you know, yeah, we just did our stuff and did our roles and did our profession and out. We never put ourselves out that social media, doing this, traveling here, eating this, jumping in this pool. You know, we don't. Yeah, I never did it. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't feel the need to do it. I was a private guy who mm. came to my life, and I guess they wanted to find out all that, so obviously put it out there. How do you stay so grounded, Stuart? It seems like you're very grounded, very relaxed, almost zen-like. Uh, it does it not trouble you? The the all. I wouldn't say zen and I wouldn't say zen and all. But look, my dad is that is that personality as well. You know, you got that from him. Got excited. Yes, I think I did. You mm. know, growing up, I, I watched my dad and the the good things people said about my dad being a gentleman, as you know, on on the field and off the field. Yeah, I think that really stuck with me when I was a kid, you know, he had a lot of respect for people, manners, uh, he treated people well, you know, even though a lot of people would have said stuff to him, he didn't really care, he just wanted to be that good person and grounded and he always said, you know, you will get a lot of stuff in your life, which which one day won't even, you know, no one will even know. So, I mean, it will come and go at times like that. So, as long as you can be, you know, at one level through that, you know, you don't have to fluctuate with it. So mm. basically, you draw try and be stable and then those things will happen. So you've got to still have that pace. That is wise. That's mm. what he said. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I kind of did. I mean, I mean, I, I am a bit um, reserved that way, like my father. As well. mm. Mm. Um, even when I had, there were times I wanted to speak out uh, through my whole career. Yeah. Uh, at the end of it, with, you know, a bit of frustration in some things you want to say to people, but I felt that that was not the time, uh, you know, for me to say stuff because I am still playing cricket. And yeah. uh, maybe when I'm done, 
there will be a time where you can say some stuff because you're done with that 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 part of your life, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just smiling because I know <laughs> what you say when the time comes. Mm, okay, we'll have our uh, ears and eyes out for that. But honestly, I mean, we realize that this this play it plays a big part in your everyday life, right? In your mental health, in your well being, because. as as individuals uh, stuart you you're of course reserved and you go about your cricket and your home and you're with the family and that's that mayanti on the other hand her profession involves being out there it's important she yeah. she is out there she you know so it does it, it does take a toll i'm sure but it seems like both of you have found a coping mechanism to deal with it right to to keep it out of the house what would you advise someone you know young couples that are in a similar space someone like a you know sanjana ganeshan who's just got married boom with jaspreet bumrah they're a young couple they're both exceptional in what they do um what would you advise someone like them you know in going about it being a couple out there uh, what, what would you say to them first of all i don't think sanjana and jaspreet need advice because they're two very sort and they did the right thing by keeping the because it's a high profile relationship they get yeah. very private you know and um, so they did the right thing and when they felt it was right to uh, say that guys were married that's mm. what they did and um, they look they will also be in that sort of situation which all cricket couples are in irrespective of whether you are not for us very early on we knew that um, how people respond to cricket is what we're going to invite into our homes and into mm. our mental well-being so it was really important for us to have that sort of communication from the start uh, that listen this is how it's going to be these are our lives and we've been these people before we met each other mm. now we're coming together don't expect me to not start traveling or don't expect me not to start traveling for interviews and don't expect me not to go on tours you know those sort of or you know leave you for a very long Those sort of things that can become issues. The thing is, we had to support each other. We were very happy to support each other. So that was what kept us, uh, I think, very grounded when it came to the tough situations. Mm. And um, it's nice there. It's fine. <laughs> That's what kept us very grounded when it came to the tough situations. Mm. And as far as mental health, yeah, you know, Smith, it's still not easy. Even now, at times, it's yeah. it's still not easy. And um, it's very hard when you spend a significant amount of time away from your family and um primarily for cricketers that's that's it you know even if you're playing uh, domestic cricket you're still traveling all the time you're you're still missing huge chunks and you're still spending days and nights alone in your hotel room and things like that and same for me i mean I, the cricket has made me travel all over the world and you have tough days and you're alone kind of dealing with it you know you're not necessarily there with mm. your partner um which is tough because sometimes you need someone physically there and that person is not there so we both had to grow up a lot i think just dealing with those sort of emotions uh, or the pressures that other people put on you by yourselves and it's it's a good thing it it clearly does take up significant or not significant but a certain amount of energy right on a day to day basis you got to block comments you got to take a, a sort of even when you're posting things of that nature it takes up some energy um how do you deal with it is you know does it I, bother you he and i are a little different on that first of all mm. i think we both disable comments on instagram for a reason mm. stuart is not on twitter so he can't 
see anything. So uh, thanks, baby. I get all the brunter when everyone wants to say to you on Twitter also. Uh, even if it's good messages, I get it. Um, you shut some people up really well, Mayanta. Well done on that. <laughs> I, the thing no, is honestly. now, uh, they, time, look, people still cross the line. Uh, but now I try and yeah. take humor out of the situation. Because my take on it is if you think you're so, we are so fascinating. But you don't think we're that fascinating. It's a great thing. Um, I think Stuart, like he mentioned, because he's been brought up a certain way and his dad is a certain way, always went with the, you know, I'm going to maintain a dignified silence about this. When the time is right, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. And I just feel that uh, since he doesn't use those platforms as much as I do, mm. if I can poke fun and have a little bit of fun with the people who are trying to get a reaction out of us, I'll do it in a good nature. Because a lot of, of people say things to get a bad reaction. Could and be. I don't want to unnecessarily use my time. Mm. Um, but to say that it doesn't affect would be not the truth. I think it does. It does. Yeah, it will it, get yeah. to you obviously when someone says something about your loved ones, mm. or says something about your sport or your father or your wife. It does hurt you. But I think you've got to. I mean, what I did, I kind of shut that all off. Um, I knew what I was doing. I knew what she was doing. Uh, I knew what my father was. So I mean, for me, it didn't matter. Yes, you, you basically don't look at your phone for a few hours because you're irritated. But you just move on, as I said, you just be like, you know, let them say what they want. I've got a job to do and my job is to be, be there for them and, and be there for my sport. Yeah. I mean, look at both of you, you realize that you're so incredibly accomplished individuals in your field and together you have come together to make something so wonderful happen. Um, and, and when you look at people trying to say things, of course, my theory on this is that they come from a very difficult place in life. If they have to say something really mean to someone on the internet, they must be hurting within, you know, right? It's not, but to imbibe that empathy as well, right? It's not easy to be empathetic all the time and to say, okay, you feel bad for them. It's, it's, it's not easy, uh, you know, because people are coming up and they're saying trivial things about matters that really don't matter in, you know, in the larger scheme of things in life. I guess uh, what you're saying is right. I mean, they are in a dark space, I guess. Just to say something at the top of your head is, is you've got to be in a space where you really don't care or you're really messed up to actually say something like that. I mean, I would, if I had to say something rude to someone, I would have to know that person, right? To know yeah. the reaction of that person. Like That's how I you and to I say think, something to a friend. Yeah, or but to, yeah, I yeah. need to know them, yeah, how yeah. much you can say to them and how much you can push that person. See, as, as a cricketer, we all do it as captains or something. You've got to, you know, push your player. You've got mm. some things you've got to say to him to get him upset. Yeah. But you can't go over that. You know, you've got to be like, yeah. Yeah. you've got to find that balance with that player. So that's, 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 that's what they don't do. They just come out and say stuff. And, and think that uh, it plays a part in our lives, which it actually doesn't. But Sumi, then Stu, we're kind of expecting people to have etiquette when it comes to social media. And there's no such thing as etiquette in social media. Some incredibly sorted individual also just pass comments because it's a trend. You know, and that's the one thing we have to learn on social media. Here's the other child. When something is trending, yeah, here's the other child. When some, the, the more demanding child. <laughs> when something is trending, everyone just wants to jump on ship and have their own two cents yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. everyone's just take it with a pinch of salt because social media should actually be there. Like during the pandemic, I think social media has been great to get a lot of help to people. And that is what I believe. That's, I yeah. believe in the power of social media to be able to reach people when you need it. I don't believe in the power of social media to bully people. 
and you know harass yeah. people and yeah. even if, uh, there are people who i have met in person who mm. literally two months ago had something nasty to say about us mm. and they'll come up to you with the same face hey how are you doing and all that i'm like yeah. didn't you just jump on board the whole yeah. let's bash my exactly what you're talking so about so it's not necessarily people who are dark and twisted it's just yeah, exactly. the cool thing to do which it's just I, become I yeah it's just become that. human yeah. behavior it's now isn't it yeah it's become acceptable anyway i think we've spoken a whole lot about uh, everything else but clearly there is a wonderful present and a beautiful future that's waiting for the both of you with him right there in the middle of everything isn't it um what's what's coming next for the both of you mainthi are you are you getting back to work anytime soon what are your plans physically i don't think i can travel yet because it's pandemic has made things really tough and um, we don't we still don't have help you know um yeah. and i think it would be very difficult with a baby in a bio bubble so till yeah, things yeah. it would be really tough you know yeah. um but i started doing a little bit of stuff at home whenever the opportunity yeah. does present itself yeah. so let's see Maybe that's that's great that's i think uh, being able to do things at home i really open see so exciting yeah he is but uh, mommy is not going anywhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but i mean look stu is still playing and still traveling yeah, and exactly. putting himself Yeah. Out there, uh, you should ask him how you've been playing. What eighteen years now? You should ask him how long. Hundred first class games. <laughs> yeah, close, very close. First class games. Yeah, this day. Yes, Ranchi Trophy. I've got four to go. Yeah, uh, to get to hundred. But yeah, look. At the end of the day, it's 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 how my body is and how I feel mentally. You know? mm. um, I don't want to wake up and drag myself to a cricket or a cricket field. I think that's when you the performance starts to go. Uh, you get frustrated in that period because you're not doing well, but you're dragging yourself there because you've got a little bit left. But I, I don't think I, I want to do that. I think I will take that call when I wake up and that first day dragging myself to that cricket ground, and I don't enjoy standing on a, in the sun for seven hours, feeling. Uh, I mean, you sometimes you be like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, you get that feeling, but then. Be able to push through that spell, push through that sweat, you know the pain, and that that takes you again. Yeah. Get wicked, you know yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But when you, and I'm saying what I'm saying is, I don't want to be just standing there and be like, you know, Stuart, you know, why don't we have a ball? And I'm thinking, uh, oh, yeah, I, I'm not in it for today. I, once I think that feeling comes, I think that's mm. the time when, you know, hang the boots up, I guess. But as of now, I'm still enjoying it. I mean, even though yeah. my practice is a lot less, I don't practice as much. Because of this pandemic, you've got to like squeeze everything in that one two weeks of that camp, try and get exactly. everything done. Yeah. So it's a bit different, and and obviously, uh, I will be thirty seven in 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 two a, days. In two days. Yeah, two days. Your two first days, birthday yeah, as a father as well. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Isn't I it? Mean, it's your first birthday as a father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wow, you're looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, he's like. Has yeah, he started yeah, eating yeah. cake and stuff like that? So yeah. that part is out. <laughs> But obviously, it'd be nice to spend time with him. Yeah. Um, especially on his like, even his birthday is going to be coming soon. Also after that. Yeah, exactly. You know? So yeah, we'll have some good times ahead, I guess. What plans beyond cricket, Stu? Do you have plans beyond cricket outside of cricket, um, or you still look, right now of, in the present with cricket? Yeah, as, as of now, look, I've just finished my level two coaching with the NCA. Oh, congratulations! So um, yeah, thank you. So I'm a level two coach at the moment, and mm. I, I look to I look to to play maybe a year, two two seasons, mm. and try and get into to first class coaching. You know, 
Wow. Um, since I've been part of the Northeast now for, you know, two with seasons mm-hmm. with Nagar, and I would like to start over there because I still feel that, you know, me coming to a Karnataka or going to a state like that is is not going to develop my skills as a coach. You mm. know, because you don't really coach in teams like that. It's more of just guiding mental them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental side of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exclude this, why do that, plan this. You want to get your hands hard. dirty, you know, you want to yeah. get there. Yeah. Start the you want to teach them what it is mm. to play cricket. Mm. You know, your training, your eating, your sleeping, everything has wow. to come. It has to come from an experienced guy. So, I mean, I've set up that part there, like the training and, you know, how you practice, what you practice for on that day, goals and stuff. But I still got to practice as well, you know. Uh, but when you coach, you can really give everything to that setup. So my my plan will be to start in the northeast with these boys, so I can also mm. develop my skills if needed mm. in the future. Mm. That's wonderful. Um, and um, what are your goals together? What is it that you'll want to accomplish going forward? Have you thought about it? Care to speak about it, or is it private? It you know, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh... No, I think actually take the pressure off ourselves a little bit because it's the first time in, I've been doing this for 15 years, who's been doing this for 18 years. The last year is the first time I think I haven't had to take a flight every three days, mm. you know. There mm. was a phase uh, wow. where I was sometimes taking flights twice a day because, you know, we live in Bangalore and my office was in Bombay and I would be flying into the studio working and flying back home the same day. And we've managed to do things like, you know, build a house and all this while we've been working and it hasn't really been easy. It's not healthy mm. to uh, live that sort of lifestyle for four mm. years, which is what I did and uh, and what both of us did. So we haven't put pressure on ourselves to think of the next step just yet because mm. very clearly the next step has come to us. Easier. And if it means to yeah. take time off and enjoy, uh, because just like that, it's almost been a year, you know? And... Um, when the time is right, whether we want to do something together, we'll think about. But at the moment, I think yeah. we can just be, you know, enjoy being parents and uh, let Stu's, Stu's got two, three very crucial years left, um, especially mm. physically left if he wants mm. to continue mm. to play. And I think that's really important because honestly, if I can work from home for now, that's fine, you know, and I can mm. always return to the field later. But for him, it's a really crucial time. And mm. Um, mm. I think he's not interested. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. as I mentioned, I think uh, he's only got a very limited period physically, mm. uh, as he told you before, so um, that he can continue to play. I mean, it's completely up to him how long he wants to. So uh, I think we're both in that phase right now. And mm. um, it's sometimes nice to slow down because, you know, that's maybe what is destined for me at least. Uh, yeah. and. He's in a, on a slightly different path, which is fine yeah. because we've yeah. always done things together. Mm. And it's not necessary that both of you have to be going full speed all the time. And <laughs> yeah. uh, that's yeah. okay with us. So uh, I think it's really crucial for um, Stu to kind of complete his journey the way he wants to do it, mm. you know, in, in as much time. And as for us starting something together, when the time is right, we'll do it. We'll just enjoy it. Yeah, tell days. me about that. What, do you have something in mind or you don't want to reveal it? We don't know yet. <laughs> But 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 the interest is there. There is the you know the the heart's desire to do something together professionally at some point. It's an option. Yeah, it's an option. Yeah. I mean, it's since yeah. uh, her knowledge of, of of television and stuff like that, and if I can chip in as an expert to you know probably do shows on some cricket something like that. Wow. Oh, that's option. I mean, 
it's something that we have kind of just thought about but it's really difficult if with with him also you know the time we need so if you don't have like you know you can't keep running away from all the shows and the timings of matches are you know scheduled and stuff like yeah. that so, Let's see. I mean, you've something you've thought about. 100%. I mean, it's very clear that both of you are at this point grounded in the present. It's it's about living each moment as it comes at this point of time, right? That's where the focus is. Because you both have been running so much in your lives. Now you found the time to slow down. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, at least we've had time to do normal stuff, you know. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> just living out of a suitcase for like 11 months in a year, you really don't know God. what home is. Yeah, don't know what it is to to run a home also. Now mm. I mean, kind of, I think it'll be hard to get back into that. that, that really, life you, now you think so? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously you're going to miss home much more, I guess, once you leave again. Yeah, you know, because you're still used to everything right now. Yeah. But I think you have to be realistic that the pandemic mm. has changed things for a lot of people, and mm. uh, that's you know that is what is kind of dictating terms for us. And if mm. we are fortunate enough to be doing okay in in that, then we need to just be really grateful for that situation. Mm. And the safety of our loved ones at this moment is more important than anything else. And uh, so yeah. that's us being realistic right now. That mm. you can only do what you can do, and yeah, so you just important. have to have the patience that. Look, it's going. Whatever you want in the future is going to come when the time is right. You know? so. Yeah, when the time is right, absolutely. Um, also, formative years for your child as well, isn't it? It's you. You really get the opportunity to shape how his young life at least will pan out. That's, Correct, that's yeah. very important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, he's shaping us. <laughs> really? We're not doing any shaping. Maybe actually, heard, wow. I've actually heard this from a lot of parents. You know, like they. The, the child changes them as opposed to the other way around how's that been yeah, like sure. stuart have what I have you seen in mayanti that has changed in in the last year and a half so oh, just uh, has she changed absolutely definitely changed uh, her priorities are all baby now you know it's she's hands on like from the time he wakes up till the time he goes to sleep at 8 o'clock in the night Wow. Um, really, she. I, 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 I saw a different side, obviously, because she was. That's what her work was. Her work was mm. so intense. The research, going through it, you know, going through all the stuff, the stats, you know, preparing for the show to look good as well. But now everything is, everything is on him, basically. Yeah. Um, the time she doesn't have much time for herself because because of of the life and the time that he needs from her. So obviously, mm. she she's done like a. Amazing job. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. you, words can't describe what what she's done. You know, yeah, probably, yeah. I think that's big. Yeah, I know. But sometimes a lot of people will struggle with balancing that out. Mm. But I think for her, it was mm. just him. You know, work was out of the window for that. That's beautiful, Manti. But Stuart has been a papa, and he continues to be a papa, right? Nothing, nothing's yeah, changed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, of course, it's of course it's changed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. No, I'll tell you what. He he was always very uh, parental, like he had that instinct yeah. to get that. He was great yeah. with kids, so that mm. is was just natural that I expected from him. But you know, you need to be a different sort of husband when your wife has just gone through pregnancy and delivery, mm. and you know those sort of things are. I I think that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on a new father because. <clears throat> You're adopted to that role, and then you're also adopting to, you know, trying to support your wife to those things. 
and uh, you know he's been an absolute champion i mean he's like coaching me in the labor room and you know things like that wow. where wow. things get very real and very tough um that is when you know someone needs to stand up and look after you and those are things that i always knew he had in him but then to mm. see him do it it's you know and just take mm. control and take charge and it's he, he's done that you know and i he's that's as we mentioned earlier i think both of us have been put in situations because we haven't had the help that we just had to get over our fears and say you know let's do it and even if we make a mistake let's do it you know, we'll never know if we're good at it unless we try mm. he's having a conversation with you is he <laughs> no, and I think he wants your undivided attention. I'm taking up all of his time, so I'm going to run real soon. Um, before before we he go, I like walk me in front of the camera. I, 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 really? All the top third generation desperate. Let me tell you, he really enjoys screens quite a bit. Really, so a sign of things to come. Mind you, you never know. We might be looking back at this clip in the future and thinking, "Wow, the roots were already there." You know what already I'm saying? There. In twenty yeah. years. No, I'll, I'll, be, I'll actually be very happy to take. So why not? If he has the gift yeah. to the gab, great. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. We'll see what we'll see what happens. All you know, he'll just want and end up wanting to be like a chef or something like that, and never, never sort it for life. We never have to cook again. Never know. Never know. Is that your heart's desire secretly? So he grows up to be <laughs> and make good food at home. Yeah, But, I want to be like a great homemaker, so we don't have to do anything. Amazing. Yeah, that'll be that'll be wonderful. But on the macro, what's the kind of life you want for him? You know, in not in terms of career, what he'll do, but what what do you want his life to stand for? Uh, you know, have you thought about it? Yeah, I mean, we have thought about it. Look, uh, uh, everything that we have done professionally has, of course, been for ourselves, but it was mm. always for our future. Mm. And we were fortunate enough to. you know build a home and do you know settle our roots before he was born and before he came into the picture because it was always for our future so we've done that and we will continue to want to provide the best that we can for him mm-hmm. and look as an individual he's going to grow up in really great times where um you have to be open minded about everything and um about everything So that's something that I would want to encourage with him. He has a great mix of culture and with yeah. and you know tradition yeah. and religion yeah. when it comes to two of us, and yeah. that's what he's going to grow up with. So his exposure to that is going to be uh, quite a bit. Mm. And we will, as parents, have to keep a very open mind that uh, that's we, I, I don't want to shape any decisions for him. Yeah. You know, until he's old enough to take them for himself. So that's mm. something I think we'll try and do consciously. amazing i mean it's it's been such a pleasure to speak to both of you you know you're so grounded in the present and clearly what you've built together despite being so busy and so involved individually together is is really inspiring and it's really wonderful um and um, and you know honestly just all the best for everything and stuart please keep passing on some tips to me as and when the time comes i want to be ready it's not going to come anytime soon but it will i can sense it uh but uh, i'm going to be reaching out to you for some tips or the other right i hope that's okay oh sure anytime anytime <laughs> and mainthi yeah i mean uh, really obviously this is the first time we are, we are meeting and it's been such a pleasure to to meet the both of you i've really enjoyed this i hope you have we've had a great time thank you awesome Really, so is he. Yeah, I mean, I I'm glad. I really am. Like you said, he enjoys screen time, but uh, I hope he didn't mind my voice as well. So thanks, thanks a lot, the three of you for being on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks no so no much.
appreciate it thank you uh, this was the cricketnews.com podcast season 3 a hub hopper original with me sumit bilki stay tuned we will be bringing you season 4 real soon hang around is hub hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya agar aap bhi apna podcast launch karna chahte hain to hub hopper studio website pe register kare aur 1 minute ke andar andar apna khud ka podcast launch kare यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट।